Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. I pray that you are blessed tonight, that the Lord may open up your heart and remove every hindrance, anything that is not of God in your life, that you may be free to be able to worship God in spirit and in truth. Because only through the spirit are that we're going to have victory. It's only through the power of God that we will have deliverance. It's only through the power of God that we will have freedom to be able to live a successful, blessed life in abundance. I don't know about you, but I am tired of being a slave to the world or the things of this world. I want to be free by the blood and power of Jesus Christ. Does anybody want to be free in this house? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Where's that meter that tells me that you're free? Because if you are not able to worship, you're not free. If you are having a hard time of acknowledging God for who he is and saying amen, something is holding you back. And I pray tonight that those chains be broken and that the Lord may set you free through the power of his word. Not Israel Martinez's word, but the power of the word of God. Hallelujah. Not made by man or human intervention, but the power, revealing power of the Holy Spirit over this church. And I pray that we can come in agreement with somebody. I need just one, two, or three that can come into agreement with me and say God have your way tonight have your way tonight not only in the worship but through the word that changes and transforms people and sets them free I come on a mission hallelujah to open up blind eyes to set the captives free to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover I just believe without a doubt in my mind that God has anointed me for such a time like this today and I don't come here to play games I come here to tell you that without Christ we are Lord, but with Christ Jesus we have eternal salvation in him. Does anybody can give God a praise? Hallelujah! 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 So the first thing I want to go into, hallelujah, which as the worshipers were worshiping, it made sense this sermon because I can notice in people's reaction and, and faces that they were still, hallelujah, f- uh, uh, fighting with some stuff that would not allow them to worship. And we need to find a way to connect with the Spirit of God. We need to understand where we are. We are in the house of God. A place where you come to surrender yourself in a place that you come to acknowledge who he is, a place that you come to connect with God in the spirit because only through the spirit that we have freedom. Blessed be the name of Jesus. And I, I, I want to I give, the title of the sermon is Flirting. Let's add something to that. Stop flirting with the world. Come on, touch your neighbor and tell him, stop flirting with the world. Come on, tell them, stop flirting. Stop flirting with the things that are not of God. Stop flirting with Satan because he will bite back and he will come to steal, kill, and destroy, says the word. He doesn't come to be your friend. He comes to devour. He comes to destroy. He comes to divide your home. He comes to bring separation. He comes to hallelujah, dry you up. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And he comes to bring affliction, sickness. But thank God Almighty, we serve a living God that if you run to him, he comes to give you life and life all abundantly. He comes to give you favor. He comes to give you a destiny. He comes to give you a life and a future and a good future. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So the first thing I'm going to say tonight, whether you, whether you engage with me tonight or not, I'm going to deliver this word. Because I am responsible to the gospel. To deliver the gospel, a pure gospel, not a diluted gospel, not a, a gospel watered down. I'm talking about the true gospel of the Lord. Hallelujah. You may debate it, but when I speak to you the word, you make a decision. You analyze it yourself because the word cannot change. God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. We fluctuate. We change. We change our minds. We are lukewarm, but God is still on fire. God is still God. God does not change. He is God and will always be God. Hallelujah. So the first thing I want to, I want you to put that warning sign that I made. I would love for you to read it before I start preaching. For those on the podcast, it says, warning 
during this sermon, your flesh will be offended, but your spirit will be edified. So if you're all about church and you're all about the kingdom of God, you should not be offended by the word. The word should be, hallelujah, lifting you up. The word should be giving you instructions of what to avoid, what to separate yourself from. The word should be, hallelujah, empowering you, giving you revelation of the things and the, and the wickedness and, and the traps of the devil and the, hallelujah, the mechanism of the devils and the plans of the devil. So the word should be giving you insights and revelation. It should not affect you unless you love it. Unless you desire the word, unless you want to be lukewarm and divided, then you have a problem with what I'm about to preach. But you, if you're all about how you gain sanctified, looking for the Lord and, and living in purity and li living in separation from all things that hinder you, that kills you and destroys you, that slowly destroy you, then you should be praising God, saying, thank God Almighty, somebody's giving me the truth of the gospel. Thank God Almighty, this revelation of the word. Thank God Almighty that the Lord is looking out for me. I need a big brother to tell me, hey, don't cross that line. Don't get in trouble. I need somebody to have my back and say, that's the, that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has our backs. So I, I love the fact that, that God has commanded us to, to be different. To separate ourselves. And not only that, the Lord tells us to expose what's not of him. Come on somebody. As believers, as, as those saved by the Lord and those who have had an encounter with God, we are we're supposed to be the light in the midst of darkness. Not be part of the darkness. Be light in the midst of darkness. We should shine revelation for those who are in darkness and, and take them out of them, out of that place. Not join them. So my, my problem, and I believe that's going on in the church today, that we have tried to become so relevant with the world that we have lost our identity in Christ. We want, it, we want to bring the world into the church so the young people will, will, will stay. And that's, that's no power in that. Hallelujah. When the word said, that, the Bible said that through the word of God, there is power to break yokes and chains and nothing else can do. So I believe that the issue, we, the big issue that we are having here today is that many have had an experience with God, but not an encounter with God. There's two different things here. An experience, oh, he touched me, but he didn't change me. He touched me. Oh, I felt something. But I had a wall that didn't allow him to change me. And God doesn't want to just touch you today. He wants to radically transform you. Hallelujah. We're no longer the same. The old man has gone and Christ has come in. The old has gone and the new has come. The new, say with me, the new, the new has come. So Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 tells us and it urges us to have nothing. Come on, read the word. Follow me today, follow me. Follow me. Follow me. I'm stopping here because I'm going to help some people here. Praise the Lord Almighty. Those are my leader, leadership chat. I want you to see these two. I want you to go home and I want you to read this on your own. So I'm sending all the Bible verses. I just sent it right now. Hopefully it goes through. Because I want everybody to be on the same page. This is not what Pastor Israel said, but the, what the word of God said. Because I can't, I can't heal a fly if it has a headache. I can't deliver you. I can't break none of these chains. It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Amen. So we need the spirit of God. This is, why we, we, this is why we urge the church to always operate in the flow of the spirit. Because it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that people are transformed. You don't believe me? That's why when God, the, 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 the disciples were called out. The disciples were, were, sing, were, were called out by Jesus himself. But then he tells them, go to the upper room. Say with me, with the upper room. Before you do anything, before you go out to the world to claim that you are a believer, you need to be baptized. You need, you need to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit until the day of Pentecost. 
to the day of the upper room that the fire came upon them. They began to speak in tongues. They began to acquire power and authority that they didn't have before. They knew of God, but they had no power. And Jesus said, you can't be released. You can't go out to the world, hallelujah, by yourself because it's not by might, hallelujah, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So I need to fill you up with my spirit. And this is why we're fighting for the church. We're asking the church to allow the Holy Spirit to give you an experience with him, an encounter with God, so you can be filled with the power of God to be able to fight the things of this world. So the Bible says in Ephesians 5.11, have nothing to do with fruitlessness, fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Come on, somebody. So God right here is telling us that our mission is to, to identify what's of God and what's not of God in our daily life. We know there are adults here and teenagers and, and, and young adults here. Come on, you know by age 11 what's good and bad. There's some kids that know by I, I, at, at eight years old what's good and bad. Hallelujah. God doesn't even have to tell you or remind you what's good and bad. You know, we have the spirit of discernment. The Bible says that when you become a believer, the spirit of discernment comes into your life. And he will guide you and he will tell you what's right and what's wrong. And even though you, want, you are enticed to do something, the Holy Spirit will still tell you, don't go into that door. Don't do this. Don't do that. Hallelujah. It's not good for you to be there. That's, that's what you're feeling. It's not in the moment. Emotion. It's not uh, your, your emotions being sensitive or your emotions being radical. It's the Holy Spirit telling you it's danger. Don't cross that line. Hmm. My assignment tonight is to expose and bring things to light as well as to confront many, many, many things here tonight. Young people, the youth of today are, 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 are grippling with issues that we, uh, in our time, we didn't even imagine that we were going to go through these things. And these young people are going through this daily, 24-7, 20, 20, 20 years ago. The things that are happening now were not occurring. But there were some things that still were the same because the devil is still the same. Hallelujah. He just attacks in different style of forms, but he was, he's still Satan. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. But many are, are fighting with many things that we still have not identified while they are. But we're giving them room to come into our house, to our homes. What is the answer today for the church? The answer for the church today is that we need to preach to them the truth of the word of God, whether they like it or not. Come on, somebody. The truth in love. And we leave the results of change to who? To God. We preach you what the word says. You take it. You apply it, and we allow God to manifest himself through you and through that word, and that word comes alive because the word of God says that it won't return void. It will do what it was called to do. And we pray that today, young people, hallelujah, you may be alive in Christ Jesus, and in the word that we're preaching today, you become alive in him and not a dead worshiper or a dead person in the church. So we're not responsible for your response. We're responsible to preach the truth. Come on, somebody. We're just responsible to bear witness to the healing grace of Jesus. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. We are simply called to define the truth of the gospel and his word and deliver the message to those who are hearing, hallelujah, today, the word of God. But I believe that today, many of us, even in here in this church, we have what we call grieve the Holy Spirit. Many churches today have grieved the Holy Spirit by wandering around in the desert in their own thoughts and disobedience to the word of God. Many are living in disobedience within the church and the body of Christ. And we have what we call grieve the Holy Spirit. What the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. How do you grieve the, the Holy Spirit, you may ask? It's by wandering and doing things that he himself has told you not to do. But we still touch we still look at it. We still entice it, enticed by it. We still open doors of opportunity for the enemy to come in. And the Holy Spirit that has done a mighty good work in you is grieving right now. Hallelujah, because you have offended God and the Holy Spirit by minimizing the work that he has done in your life. By taking for granted the transformation that he has done in your life. And allowing the enemy to come and feed you with things that just comes to destroy you. And you know it's destroying you. 
Oh, hallelujah. Watching and doing things that are grieving the Holy Spirit. Putting things that you shouldn't be watching. Listening to things that you shouldn't be listening to. Going to places that you know the Holy Spirit don't want to go in there. You're taking him in there. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Forcing the Holy Spirit to go and see and do things that he don't want to do. But you, he lives inside of you. He dwells inside of you. The Bible says he dwells in you. He lives in you. And you're doing things like he doesn't see it. Like God is blind and don't see it. And then you're asking why there's so much yokes and, and change and why you don't feel free and why you feel the heaviness and why you're so disconnected. Why I'm not prospering? Why my, my family's not growing? Why there's always division and argument and separation? Examine your heart, says the Lord. Examine what you're doing and you know what's right and what's wrong and you're still doing it and then you want good results. Then you want blessings, and then you want to prosper, and then you want peace of the Lord, only by living holy. Because the Bible says, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Hallelujah. It's only by living in consecration. It's only by living separated to God, separated for the Lord. It's only by understanding that Christ in Christ alone is the, hallelujah, is the Lord of my life. Woo! And I want to start really quick, really quick. With, 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 there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a video that, 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 that's, that's viral. There's a video that's viral. And this, this young girl, hallelujah, is, it, it has exploded. And this is a sign that tells us how the world is so blinded. Back in the days, hallelujah, hallelujah we didn't see things this way so blunt in your face. But the church is quiet. And the young people, the the, the the youth pastors of the churches today are struggling with young people that are dead spiritually. That are playing church. That are only in church because their parents bring them, but they don't want to be here. They haven't had an experience with God. They have no place to go. They have to come because the parents say you got to come. And I pray that that opportunity, that when the parent brings them in, that opportunity that's sitting here, somebody speaking the truth over their life and, and, and breaking down those walls and chains so they can be free and have an experience. So when they leave, they will come, not because mommy told me to come. It's because I love God. I love Jesus. He transformed me. He touched me in a place that no one else was able to touch me. He transformed me and visited me in a place, in a dark place where I had no hope. Hallelujah, future. But Jesus came in and filled the emptiness that I had that no one else could fill. He did it. Woo. Come on, put up the image. I know a lot of young people in this church. This is the video that's been rival and, 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 and it's, it's sickening. And I want the young people to see this. And I want the young people in this church to tell me, and the adults, hello. We got adults. To tell me, where is, what's spiritual? What's so spiritual about this? You know why I'm saying that? Because when Pastora posted this, our Pastora here in the church posted something about this to, on Facebook. A young man was arguing with her saying that, what are you talking about? This has blessed my life. This has helped me come out of depression. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. He's saying, yo, you're so radical. No, she's not radical. She's exposing what's the devil, what comes from hell. Come on, somebody. That's eating up our young people. This garbage has 23 million views. 23 million views. 816,000. And look what the title of the song says. All the good girls go to hell. The devil is a liar. The devil's a liar. A sanctified, filled woman, young girl of the Lord, will go to heaven and is anointed, is gifted, is special, is holy. The devil is a liar. You know, these words come into our lives and, 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 and form a nest. In our lonely state, when we're home, we're thinking about, wait a minute, maybe, maybe the darkness and the demons and the, and, and, and because the devil's real, the demons are real, people. It's not a, a it's not a, a, a fairy tale. This is real. And then you're wondering why you can't sleep at night. And you're wondering why you've seen things moving in your room. And you're wondering why you're all bound up. Hallelujah. Because you allow this garbage to come into your room, to come into your house, to take, to make a nest in your heart. Woo! 
come on, follow me, come on. Hallelujah. Flow. Oh, glory to God. Look at, the, look at the lyrics. I want you to tell me, the young people that are watching this, because there are young people in this church that we know, that we know, that we know, that we know, that I didn't hear, I saw. And adults, parents, parents putting a like to this. Lord Jesus. Look at, the, look at the things coming out of this girl's mouth. When we all fall asleep, demons come in. That's what they're saying. They come out of you and they come into you. Put the next one. Come on, quick. Look at this. Demonic. Demonic. Put the next one. Look at this. Being infused with garbage and things that are not are killing you inside of your body. Put the next one. And heaven's out of sight. Tell me that. Back in the days, the devil wasn't so light in your face before. Now is he's like, the church is dead. Church is not fighting back. Let me tell them how I feel. Straight in their face. And they're still going to watch it. And heaven's out of sight. Next one. Look at this. My Lucifer is lonely. My Lucifer is lonely. And people are jamming to this in the clubs and, and in their homes. And, in their, and, and then, I'm, I'm getting frustrated right now. My Lucifer, I mean, can he say it more clear? My Lucifer's lonely. Put the next one. And she, before this started, she, she came from, from, from the sky, like from heaven, and she fell down like, like the falling angels, like Satan being cast out of, out of heaven. That's how this video starts. She falls, and she's dressed in white, and she falls down, and now she becomes dark. And now they say, no, it's, she's talking about global warming. The devil's a lie. She ain't talking about no global warming. All the, 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 the California is burning up. Yeah, it's burning up. Every place that, 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 that let hell go rampant and do all these sinful things is going to burn down. Yes, that's right. It's going to burn down. But this is not talking about no global warming. This is the devil telling you, come let me into your house. Let me in yourself. Look at, look at you. Go back. Where are you? Go back. You lost me. Let's go, let's go. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name. Come on, worship. You know I'm, I'm struggling here because the devil is a liar. This principality thing's moving right now because they don't want us to expose some stuff. Hallelujah. But we got to be on point right now. We got to be on point. Hallelujah. I anoint that computer. I anoint everything in the name of Jesus. Come on. I need some warriors to help me deliver this word. I'm exposing some demonic spirits. Yeah. This is real. This is real. He don't want you to hear this. Woo. I feel the Holy Ghost. Look at you needy. Look, it says, Lucifer is lonely. And look, it says, the next one says, look at you needing me. Satan, you need me. Look at you. I know you want me. You need me. The next one. We, we saw that when all girls go to hell. The next one. Shall we, the, shall, shall want the devil on our team? She'll want the devil on our team. Really? Young people, you want to be on the devil's team? Parents, you want your, your children to be on the devil's team? This is what they're listening to on their phones, on the on the, on the, on the iPod, and whatever they use, the, the devices they use. And, and we got to filter this. We got we to gotta look at our phones. We got to see what the videos they're watching. Go to YouTube and find out what your kids are watching. Hallelujah. And you're wondering why you're struggling in the home and all these things are rapid, running loose. Hallelujah. Begin to rebuke. Begin to cancel. Take away their phones if you have to. Hallelujah. Cancel those accounts. Hallelujah. They live with you. you they are in your hands. You have to do two challenges. Rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Go to the next one. Right there, look at on the videos. You have everything that I circle are naked women on fire. They, you can't see the, the details, but they are naked. Dancing around while she's singing this song. Sick. And this is what the young people are watching. 20, 23 million. The next one. 
Go back, go back, go back. She won six Grammys. She won six Grammys. She wiped out all the awards. She won best, best video, best everything. And the world is clapping. She's amazing. She won things that no one else has won before. Her first album, hallelujah. Six Grammy. There are people for 20 years waiting to win one Grammy. She wins six. This is satanic. I believe that she sold her soul to the devil. And she's been an instrument of Satan. Hallelujah. To captivate the young people today. And we got to be wise. And we got to rise up, church. It's time to hallelujah, rise up and say no. Not in my house. Not in not with my children. I rebuke the things that come from hell in the name of Jesus. This is only one example of millions of thousands. This is just one. Back in my times, the devil would do the same thing. But we had to, if, for you to find out, some people had to play it backwards. You remember those people that are like uh, my age? You, you had to figure it out. People will tell you, oh, the, the, in the church they will inform you and say, oh, don't listen to that because don't be, the guy that recorded, he made a covenant with Satan. And, 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 and you can, if you, if you flip the tape, if you rewind, if you uh, make the, 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 the track opposite, you will hear it. And you will hear ah, all the demons talking. That's what coming into your house. It's real. Now Satan is saying that the church is so dead, I don't even have to hide. I don't even have to hide. I don't need to put it backwards. I don't need to hide the thing, the subliminal messages. No, no, I'm going to put it in your face. And what are you going to do about it? That's why we need to be anointed, prayed up, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We can't let the devil just roll up in our business, in our churches, in our homes, in the, in the youth ministry. We got to say, no, no, not here. We got to, we got to, you know. We got. I'm gonna tell you where I stand with music. I'm gonna tell you where I stand because it's not just music. It's a lot of things of the world. It's a lot of things. That, not everything is bad, but not everything is convenient for us. Not everything that God wants us to do, but not everything is bad. But I want. I want. I'm gonna tell you where I stand with this. I'm gonna stand you. There's other music. There's, there's this is music, and I want you to re read the lyrics. I put it in English. Look. Look what it says. This is a song. It says, "You know where I'm not supposed to be doing, to be doing this right." So there's an acknowledgement that we know that what, that what we're doing is not right. Look at the next line. This is a sin. This is a sin. We're both going to hell. They're acknowledging what they're doing is going to take them to hell. And you know the next one? It says, well, let's go to hell. Well, let's go to hell. This is what people are listening. Take off your clothes slowly. So let's fall into adultery, fornication. This is what young people are hearing. Oh, let's go to fornication. And down the bottom says, and be careful that the neighbor suspect my wife or your husband. In other words, this is, this is, you know, this is what, you know why this gets me really angry in the spirit? Because I already had two cases in this church and one that's not long in this church and another one that's, that was part of this church. That are, are, um, they, they, the husband, one husband was, inf inf was unfaithful and, and got into, uh, 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 hooked up with this, with this girl, left his all his children and his family. Another one also went and left the husband and, and fall into adultery. And, and this is what's causing that because they, they are being bombarded with things. Yeah, go to the hotel. Yeah, go do this. Yeah, do that and that. And we, we're allowing this in our homes and we're asking why there's so much division, separation, divorce in our, in our churches. It's because the devil is coming in and we're allowing him to sing to us. Remember, he was in heaven. He was a prince. He was a prince. He was a, a worshiper. Now he knows what, what music does to our here. It's a, it's a great weapon that he can use. Go to the next one. Look at this. May our divine Lord forgive us if we commit a crime. If we but Adam and Eve sinned by temptation. We are we and you and I you and I are not different. And how good it feels in other words to sin. Undress. Look the last part. Let's let the secret remain in a hotel room. Let's do this and no one's going to find out. Guess what? The Bible tells me that everything comes to light. That everything is exposed. That everything, come on somebody, if you believe that today. That everything comes to life. So many of our young people here today play a part on this. And I come to rebuke you. I come to rebuke you. That's right. As your spiritual father, I come to rebuke you and tell you you are wrong and you better stop living this way. Pressing that button on the, on the, on the social media saying, I like this. When you put a like, you're saying, I am, I am in agreement 
You're saying, listen to me, you are, it's like you're in a crime and you're being part of the crime. Guess what? You both go to prison whether you stab the person or not. You were part of it. So the devil is saying, you're, you're saying, I agree. So every life that's being destroyed, every young person that has committed suicide. As a matter of fact, the first song that I put, all those lyrics, a 14-year-old girl committed suicide. And she left the, the, that same song on paper. She left the lyrics of that song on paper and she took her life. But 23 million young people are, are watching that. While the devil is killing and destroying. Come on, somebody. And we have adults that I have seen from this church put a light to it. Come on, somebody. It's grieving the Holy Spirit and opening doors to demonic spirits in your home and life and the life of your children. Which are called through the Bible strongholds. Say with me, strongholds. And God has given us power to demolish strongholds. And I cast strongholds and I break that strong spirit in your life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen to this. And those who are taking notes, write this down. Whatever a person allowed to occupy his mind will sooner or later determine his speech and actions. I'll say that again. Whatever a person allows to occupy, his mind will sooner or later determine his speech and his action. Stop flirting with the devil. Stop flirting with the devil. Stop letting the devil know that you're kind of is interested in, in the things that he's feeding you. Stop it on his track and say, not with me. I'm different. Here where I stand with circular music. I get my standards from Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says, finally, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lo lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellent, if there is any worthy of praise, think about these things. Whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, worthy of praise. Think about these things. Circular, circular music most, most, uh, prom often promotes immorality, violence, belittling purity and integrity. If a song's glorify what opposes God, a Christian should not listen to it. That's it. If a song glorifies what opposes God, a, a Christian should not listen to it. If the song promotes evil, promotes worldliness, gives you a bad thought, changes your action, changes your speech, you should not be listening to it. Or if the music or the artist likes to blaspheme and, and say blasphemy against the law, you should not be listening to it. This is how the enemy uh, grasps a, uh, a lot of the believers. They, 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 they put a demonic album. The entire album is satanic. It's demonic. But they put one song that praises Jesus, let's say. And all of all, oh, he's a Christian. He's a believer. No, he's not. It's a trap. Say with me, it's a trap. He got you listening to the first track. And then what else? What, what's going to happen with the other 11 tracks? Oh, nobody says amen now. Nobody says amen. You say to me, young people, God is okay with this, but deep down you know he is convicting you and, he, and you know it's not okay. You know he's convicting you. You know it's not okay. However, there are many circular songs with no mention of God. Let me be clear right now. This is where I stand with this. There are circular songs that, that have no mention of God. Are we clear with that? Has no mention of God. Doesn't say God is, or Jesus, or nothing. That still uphold godly values, such as honesty, purity, integrity. If a love, if a love songs, I have a few love songs in my in my playlist. I'm not gonna say I know. I'm transparent. I have them. 
But I, I dissected and, and heard everything they said. And it was all about stay with your love of the life. Love your wife. And be with her to the end, from the beginning to end. That's, those are godly principles. Stay with her. Do not leave her. Love on her. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Those are good things. It's not telling me go look at the other girl. Hallelujah. Or leave her and go sleep with the other girl. It's okay to flirt around with the devil. No, no. It's saying stay with the one you, are, you have and love her. If, it, if the love, love song promotes sanctity of marriage and purity to true love, even if it doesn't mention God or the Bible, it can still be listened to and enjoyed. Why? Because God created music. It's when the enemy comes in and, and twists the lyrics and, and, and the lyrics are totally against the word of God. We have to rebuke it. We have to cancel it. It cannot be downloaded. Say with me. It cannot be downloaded. Come on, somebody. So it is the lyrics that determine whether a song is acceptable for a Christian to listen to. It is the lyrics. And the, what the enemy has done is that we listen more. We are, we are so attracted to the rhythm. To the sound. Oh. Oh, I don't know what it's saying. I got three words. Oh, it's awesome. But then when you slow it down. Come, live with me. I'm Satan. I'm going to come into your room. Oh, uh, uh, I'm going to drive you crazy. Hallelujah. You're going to have nightmares. Oh, wait a minute. But I'm going boom, 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 boom. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Slow it down and look what the devil is trying to feed you. Hallelujah. Don't allow it in. If anything leads you to think about getting, to get involved with something that does not glorify God, you should avoid but the best kind of music to listen to 24-7 is worship. Worship music to the Lord. Praises to God that sanctifies your area, that lifts any bad spirits out and bring you peace. I don't know. How many have not had peace listening to a worship song? How many know that, that it is guaranteed 24-7 that if you put it on your playlist, a worship song, you will feel free, you will feel delivered, you will feel in, empowered, uplifted, you will feel excited, you get energized. That's what the Spirit of God does. So let's move away from the music now. Let's go to, to, to something that has me, has me. Especially today, especially today. It's a manifest, manifestation today. Put it up, put it up. All the young, a lot of young people has this on their phone. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead. Come on, praise him, praise him. Come on, even adults has it, come on. Yeah, yeah, TikTok, 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 TikTok. Yeah, that's a TikTok app. Where am I going with this? How is it? How is it that you're in church today? Today, when the worshiper was on fire, and you're like this. So those on the app, on the, on the, on the podcast, I'm sitting down. Dead. And they 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 worshiping and worshiping and, and try to bring heaven heaven to earth and you. But then when you go home and you open TikTok, <laughs> I'm dancing right now. I'm playing. Oh. And you take hours trying to trying to trying to edit a video. Three in the morning. I got it. I gotta get this video out. But then you come to church, and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to hide my hand. I can't praise. I can't move. I, I, I don't. You have a lot of. You got a lot of creativity to produce a video, but you have no creativity for the things of the Lord. Tell me where your heart is. Tell me where your heart is now. You can create all these videos, have all this knowledge and understanding how to do things for the devil and the things of the world. Because you're not edifying nobody. You're being, lo que le dicen en español, un payaso. You're being a clown. Making other people laugh, but you're not bringing deliverance. And, 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 it's, and, and it's not, and don't say, oh, pastor, you're old-fashioned. No, 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 it's okay. You can do all those videos. You can have fun. It's okay to have fun. But put a worship track behind it. 
because the people are going beyond your dance. They're listening to what you're feeding them and you will be held accountable for their lives. And that's not what bothering me. My, what bothers me is that you have no creativity in the church. It's not the app the problem. The problem is where your heart is. You got skills for the app and no skills for the Lord. Come on. You got talent for the app, but no talent for the Lord. Come on, somebody. Am I preaching? Am I preaching to somebody here? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can do all that all night, but you can't come to a visual. You can't come to a worship service. You can't come to a worship, a youth service. You come to the youth service and you're dead, sitting there like, like you don't know what's happening. But then the next day we see you on video. Where's that in the church? Where's that for the Lord? It's telling me that you're not interested in the things of God. But you're more interested in the things of the world. The things of the world has you excited, but the things of the Lord does not. Why? Because you truly haven't had an encounter with God, and you bound up, and you have all these yokes that tonight, before we leave this building, you will be free in the name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're not going to be free just temporary. You're going to be truly free by the blood of the Lamb of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where's your passion at? Where's your passion? Where's the creativity ideas? Why am I saying this? Oh, Pastor, you're all radical today. No, no, I'm not radical. I'm hurting for the condition of the church. I'm hurting for the condition of our, uh, our young people. I'm hurting. And if I'm hurting, imagine Christ Jesus. I'm hurting. Because of the condition. I'm hurting because I am concerned. I'm hurting because I love you. I'm hurting because I want you to be free. To be what God called you to be. And today in the name of Jesus I pray that whatever gifts he has given you. You don't invest it in the world. You invest it in his kingdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your heart cannot be divided church. Sorry to tell you this. You cannot live in the flesh or according to my natural inclinations at the same time obey the spirit. To grieve, to, so we grieve the Holy Spirit by not obeying him. Don't tell me, Pastor, you don't know what, you don't know what I'm thinking about. You don't know the temptation I'm going through. You don't know what, what's going on. Oh, you old school, you know, you 50, bro. Yo, no, no, I know. What do you think, I was, I, I was born in a bubble? I, I'm like a test tube baby? No, I lived in the Bronx, in the hood. I live in the hood, come on, I lived in the Bronx, in the hood, where crackheads were around me, drugs, were, you know, he's, he knows, drugs were being sold next to me, hallelujah. We, there are young people smoking weed in the church. There are young people smoking things that they shouldn't be smoking and nicotine and, 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 and all kinds of stuff. They allow pornography. Oh, you're telling me, Pastor, you don't know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about because that was offered to me too. I lived in the hood. And I got witnesses that lived there with me. And I was in school where they were selling drugs too. I never used it. I had young people as a captain of the basketball team after a game that we won telling me, let's go to the club. And I said, no. I'm a believer. Oh, you, oh, come on, you don't want to hang with us? No, I'm not going to hang with you. I had girls telling me, come to my house and let's lay. That's right. Beautiful girls. Pastor, don't even know this. And it's the first time I'm serving this. Telling me, come on, let's do this. And I'm like, no. And I'm married as a virgin. Come on, somebody. I waited. And now I'm blessed. 29 years later, I'm still married. Because I waited, I said no. I said no. I was tempted. I was all for all these things, but I said no. I knew the value of living for Christ than living for the world. 
You can call me old-fashioned. You can call me old-school. You can call me old. What's wrong with this pastor? He's so lonely. No, I'm not lonely. I'm excited with the Lord. He's my everything. He, ha he has given me everything. He has kept me. Hallelujah. And I'm not saying that if you made a mistake, you made a mistake. But when, you, it, when it becomes a lifestyle, when it becomes a habit, it's a problem. Because we all, none of, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. But it's when you, when it's every day. When, it's, when God sets you free, you go, go get it yourself again. You minimize. You're saying, God, you know what? I love what you offer, but I still love the things of the world. So I'm going to go get it again. So I'm not saying, hey, oh, I don't want you to feel guilty that I made a mistake. Because there are people that make mistakes and God delivers them and forgives them because he's a forgiving God. But it's when it is a lifestyle, when you do it every day, in and out, and you're wondering why your life is falling apart. I come to tell you that the only way is through Jesus, through the narrow door. Hallelujah. It's not why, it's narrow. But it's only through Jesus and being kept in Jesus under his mighty wings that we are delivered, that we are sanctified, that we are are covered how I feel like a pastor right now how do I feel I'm gonna tell you how I feel I feel what Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not so as a pastor I'm grieving and I'm saying God give me the strength because I'm weary right now because I'm weary, why? Because we bring revival and we pull our hearts out and people have a wall and, and strongholds and we don't want God to come in. And Sunday after Sunday, we come in worse condition instead of in a higher level in Christ. That's in the indication that we are flirting with the world. Because if God delivers you today, how can tomorrow you be the same? Unless you're flirting. Flirting is the... the you know, you're winking. You're interested. Flirting is that I'm, I, I'm not there, but I'm interested. I, I'm not there, but I'm opening the door a little bit for you. And that little bit will destroy you, baby. The Bible says not one demon will come in, but seven demons will come in. Strongholds will come in to destroy your life. Weary means physically tired. So I am tired of, of investing and there's no return to the investment because we, we, we're divided. But the Bible says, do not lose heart. So that's what is encouraging me today to continue to preach the word because he's telling me, Pastor Israel, don't get discouraged. I will transform those who want to be transformed. I will save those who want to be saved because it's by grace. I will deliver those who want deliverance. I will, I will sanctify those who want to get sanctified. I will bless those who want to be blessed. Hallelujah. So I don't know about you. There might be a church global crisis in the church today. That the church is not alive and is dead. But I want this church, even if we have five people, to be alive. To be alive in Jesus. To be alive in Jesus. Hallelujah. We're not going to be in spiritual crisis mode we're gonna be in revival mode in revival mode in revival mode the bible says stand firm hallelujah don't let nothing move you hallelujah Woo! first corinthians 15 58 says therefore my brothers and sisters stand firm let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Pastor Lamb, we got to keep preaching to these young people because the word says stand firm. His word will not return void. Stand firm and let nothing move you. Don't let the crowd move you. Don't let the, the seats that are empty move you. Let God be God. Let God transform. Let, our job is to preach the truth of the gospel. Touch your neighbor and tell him it's not in vain. Just give him a, a fist. Just give him a fist and tell him it's not in vain. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God will reward us and we got to keep this. We have to keep the course. The power of the, 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 power of the Holy Spirit will, will begin to break the unteachable spirit here. Woo! We have come to a cross point, church, in ministry. And, may, and many have to decide which side they are going to choose. 
Because we cannot live in two waters, Pastor Ramash. We are on a crossroad. We are on a crossroad. We have to decide. And you know what brings me to that? Brings me to Moses when Moses went to see the Lord. And the Lord, God and God gave him the Ten Commandments. And, and, and while he was in the presence of God, the people got corrupted and began to uh, uh, create a, an idol for themselves. And Moses was so fed up. He came down. He threw the, the Ten Commandments at them. He was so irritated by the lack of, of, of honorable hallelujah, worship to the Lord. And they began to create another idol. And he was so frustrated that he said, choose sides. Who are you going to serve? The God you just created, which is the world, or the Lord, your God, that has brought you and crossed you over the sea? Come on, somebody. We need to be holy-minded and not carnal-minded. We need to be hot and not cold. Believer and not a believer. Choose the church or the world. Things of the Spirit or things of the Lord? Where are you? Where do you stand? What do you want? You can't have them both. According to the Word of God, you cannot have them both. The Bible says in Revelation 3.16, you can't be lukewarm. Come on, somebody. We are the temple of the living God, and we have been called to separations from the things of the world. Oh, nobody wants to hear this right now. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, 18. I know I'm agitating some spirit, but it speaks to us clearly in the New Living Translation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, 18, it's on the board. It says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be part, partnered with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with unbelievers? And what union can there be between God, temple, and idol? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and walk amongst them. Where are you taking, where are you taking the Holy Spirit if he lives inside of us? Now this is, what, this is what's in the pastor that wrote this. And it says, therefore come, verse 17 says, therefore come out from amongst unbelievers and separate yourself. Am I, am I reading this wrong? I need people to help me out here. All those that have college degrees and all that stuff and master's degree. Am I, what, does, what does separate yourself mean? Separate yourself from them, says the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things and I will welcome you. Oh, Lord Jesus. And I will be your father and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Once again, let me remind you, it says... Do not, we are, do not, you do not know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God dwells inside of you, church. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, 17 says, Do not love the world or the things of this world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that, all that it is in the world, the lust, the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but of the world. And the world is passing away. The world is passing away. And the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. He who does the will of God abides forever. If you out of the will of God, your life will pass away. I don't know about you if, you, if that doesn't bring fear to you, fear and reverence to God. I don't know what will. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14, 18 says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Are we friends of God or friends of the world? I know that you're silenced today because I, I, I need, I'm, I'm bringing this because I want to know if I'm wrong, if I'm reading this wrong. Because I'm looking at many people's lifestyle and, I, and I'm confused. I am, as a pastor, confused whether they love God or they love the world more. And so I don't know which part they're not reading. I don't know which part they don't understand. Because it can't get clearer than that. Do not be unequally yoked. 
But what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Satan? Or what part has a believer with unbeliever? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. Church, it is very dangerous to know what the word, the word of God says and then not do it. I'll say that again. It is very dangerous to know. That means you have knowledge, understanding it was told to you. If they tell me not to go through that hole, there's a hole there and I go in there, I'm going to fall. So God is warning us and telling us all this stuff, do not yoke. So it is dangerous, say with me, dangerous to know after tonight no one has an excuse in this building. Because you know now, you have revelation of his word, you have insight. It was spoken over your life. The day will come of judgment and God will say, you were told not to live that way. You were told not to enter that bar. You were told not to do this and that and that and you still did it. Knowing what's ungodly, what's right and wrong in the eyes of God and you still deliberately sin and flirt with Satan as, and his demons. So look what Hebrews 10.26 says in the New Living Translation. It says, dear friends, if you deliberately continue sinning, because it's not that I, that I, I made a mistake and I sinned. I'm sinning. That means I'm doing it over and over and over and over again. In my ignorance, I might fall. But when I know and I do it again, it's intentional. It's no longer I made a mistake. I knew it and I still did it. So, you, if deliberately continue sinning after we have received what? Knowledge of his truth. There is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. Ooh. This is how serious, this is why your pastor is bringing this sermon today. What's going to protect you then? What's going to cover you? It's, it's the Holy Spirit saying, he's backing out. He's saying, you don't want this? You don't want direction? You don't want life? You want darkness? You, want, you don't want eternal salvation? Then go ahead and do what you have to do. What's, what? No sacrifice for sins is left. My translation says, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. James chapter 4, 17 says, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Sin. Not a mistake. You knew it was right, or you knew it was wrong, and you still did it. It is called sin. We have asked the Lord for discernment. It is good for my spirit to hear and watch allow it, and allow into my heart. I need to know why I am. What I, I need to have discernment to know what I am allowing into my heart, into my life. First Corinthians chapter 2, 14. I'm almost finished. The person without the spirit, listen to this, the person, I'm teaching now, the person without the spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, does not accept the things that comes from the spirit of God, but consider them foolishness. There are many people looking at me right now like I'm an idiot, that I'm done. Hey, pastor, I can't wait to leave this church right now. I can't wait for the sermon to be over. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. That's what the Bible is saying right now. You're looking at the word of God as it's stupid, I'm ignorant. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'll see you later. We'll talk about this later when, 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 when the enemy bring, comes in. And I pray that that doesn't happen, but we'll, we'll talk. By your fruits, we will see. It's by the fruits. Okay? So it's, it, it says, you know, the person without the Spirit, Holy Spirit does not accept the things that comes from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are, because they are discerned only through the Spirit. So this is the danger zone. That if you are living and coming to church, but you're not in the spirit, not consistently looking for the things of the spirit, you will not be able to identify the attacks from the enemy. You cannot, you can't, you, you will not, you will not have discernment to see where the enemy is attacking you, where he's killing you at, what, what, why he's closing the doors and why he's, you know, bringing so much stuff into your heart, into your family, because you're not living in the spirit. But when you live in the spirit, God gives you a preview, gives you a heads up and tells you, this is what the devil's doing. You better pray for your children. Hey, look at this dude. Look at the, look over here. Go left, go this. This is the door that I opened and you have discernment to get out of the situation. That's why without Christ, we can't do anything. Come on, somebody. 
Right, but tonight, we have to recognize, after all this said, that God has given us a delegation. He has delegated on us authority to combat and cast out all these dark spirits in the name of Jesus. So I need the church to stand to their feet today. Hallelujah. In Christ, we have divine power. Come on. I need you to come in agreement with me. Tonight, we have divine power to break through strongholds in your life in the name of Jesus. If we repent and stop living a sinful lifestyle and remain in him, we shall have freedom. Christ has granted you and I power to defeat the enemy of your life. I'll say that again. God has given us power to defeat the enemy of our life. It is your authority. It is your authority that you have to stand up and declare that the spirit Spiritual power of darkness will not be Lord over your life. I'll say that again. You have power given from God tonight to say to every dark, evil spirit that has allowed, that has pushed you to do things that are not of God, that today you have a power, you have authority over all darkness, and you have made Lord your God the Lord of your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Those spirits won't rule you anymore. They won't rule you. Remove this for me. They won't rule you. They won't govern your behavior anymore. They won't govern your life, the thoughts of your life. They won't pull you into sin anymore. I'm decreeing things right now. Estoy decretando cosas ahora mismo. Come on. I say these spirits won't rule you anymore. They won't govern your behavior anymore. I come prepared today. I come prepared today. And I feel an anointing over my life to break these chains and yokes. They won't govern your life anymore. The thoughts of your life, the pensamiento, they won't govern them anymore. They won't govern them anymore. Hallelujah. As believers in Christ Jesus, it is your power and authority to stand today and say ungodly habits will not govern me anymore. Oh, I said that by myself. I need you to say that. Repeat that with me today. Ungodly habits will not govern me anymore in the name of Jesus. Repeat with me. Temptation will no longer control me in the name of Jesus. Woo! Inferiority complex will not dominate me anymore. Fear and worry shouldn't master you anymore. Whoa. I say that again. Fear and worry should not be your master anymore. Hallelujah. The lordship of our love, loving God, Christ Jesus, is protecting me and is over me. That's why the Apostle Paul says in, in 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 5, the weapon, the weapon we fight, we have, the weapon we fight with is divine power to demolish strongholds. So we have power to demolish strongholds. And I'm going to end with this, and we heard it many, many times, over and over. Romans 12, 2 says, and, for, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God will is is good pleasing and perfect will there are conditions here church it says after you do not conform after you are transformed and your mind is renewing the lord then you will be able to test and approve what the will of god is there's no way to approve what God's will is in your life if you're not conforming to his will, to his word. There's no will to understand what God wants for your life if, if, if you're not transformed. 
There's no way to understand what God wants you at, what he wants to do with your life and your career and your destiny and the plans that you have. Hallelujah. If your mind is not renewed in the Lord because it, it is your mind given to Christ that he will reveal the secrets hallelujah, that you need to hear and see and know for the rest of your future because your future and the plans of God is for your life is to prosper you, is to bless you, is not to kill you. Solamente. Then you will have the ability to test and approve the spirit and the perfect will of God over your life. And the last declaration I'm going to say tonight before we begin to break some chains. Only those who want to be set free. For TOC, the time has come to make demons homeless. The time has come for this church to make every dark, evil spirit homeless. You will not come into my home. You will not infiltrate my season, my life, my family. Woo! I'm making you homeless tonight. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to give you a quick illustration. It takes one minute. One visual illustration. I got to come up here because there's no other place. This is, your, this is your life. This is your body. This whole stage here. It's your life. Connect with me. This whole stage here. That's your life. And you came. And you let the enemy come in. You let Satan come in and you sold them this little area. You sold them this little piece, but you have the whole, you own everything here. But you just sold them this little space. You allow him to come in and be law of one area of your life. He owns this little piece. And you're saying, that's nothing. Look at how big this is. I got everything. I just gave him one little area. One little opportunity, you made him lord of that part of your life. Now Satan comes in week after week with all the garbage that he can bring to your life. And he says, well, I, I, I don't own this whole land. I don't own this whole life, but I do own this little space. So I'm going to come in and you can't stop him. He has to go by your entire life to get to the, to the spot that you sold him. And he says, you know what, this, this belongs to me and you don't have legal right to get me out because you sold me this area. So I'm going to do whatever I want. And today, even though I'm standing in this little spot that you opened, that little window, I'm throwing trash over here. I'm infecting you over here. And the rest of your life, you know what, I'm going to influence you over here. I'm going to entice you over here. You know, even though this, you know, you can't say, and you arguing, you say, what are you doing? You're messing me up. And he's going to tell you, shut up, because you gave me legal right to come in and stand right here. And while I'm on this spot, I can do whatever I want inside of your life. And it's time to say, devil, you have no law the right the blood of Jesus it fix you today I you're not gonna take influence of my entire life I made a mistake but today tonight Jesus it fix you get out get out